You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, The Trend Zone. Hello and welcome to The Trend Zone. Casey here with Dave. We are the Football Dudes and it is a very special extronomical fantasy edition of The Trend Zone. Yeah, it's time to talk a little fantasy, Casey. Can you live this fantasy life? Dave, it's not reality. It's just a fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And we are getting hyped up, dude. Our draft is coming up this weekend. We run our league, I know, shockingly through NFL.com. It's not the best platform in the world. It's not the worst. But, Dave, go ahead and let the peoples know the uh, parameters of our league. You got it. It's a standard 12-team league, non-PPR, no flex three wide receivers, two running backs, and six points for a TD for the quarterback, as it should be, Casey. And this is important, only five bench spots, Casey, makes things tough. Oh, yeah, dude, you make some brutal decisions during the season. But, hey, man, it's better than that talent just sitting on the bench on a roster not getting used. We make sure that gets pumped back into the league, and it seems to work out pretty well for us. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're going to give you guys a taste of – what the rankings were going into last season, where the players ended up going into the playoffs of last season, and of course, where they're ranked going into the 2022 season. So Dave, let's start with the glamour position. We'll go back with the quarterbacks. Now going into 2021, the top 10 played out like this. Mahomes at one, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Tom Brady, my guy Dak at five, your guy, Herbert, at six, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and Jalen Hurts um, filled out the top ten. Wow. And then, Casey, man, how did they end up panning out? Well, it was Tom Brady on top. What a surprise. Right? Hey, that never happens, right? <laughs> Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, then Matthew Stafford, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, and Lamar Jackson in the top 10 your guy Dak just outside of the top 10 Casey but very very interesting obviously uh some guys you know we expected to thrive and they did like Josh Allen and Just Herbert Justin Herbert but other guys maybe a little undervalued in terms of guys like Tom Brady and Matthew Stafford you know old savvy veterans here um uh and really really panned out on the season yeah, dude, and you look at that list, man. Russell Wilson, nowhere to be found in that top 10. And Lamar ended up missing a bunch of the season. So you had this shift on that guy. Um, but Jalen Hurts, you know, they won nine games as the Eagles, but he's more of a fantasy hero than an actual quarterback hero, <laughs> if that makes sense. We'll see what happens moving Well, he runs the season. ball well, and they have a great yeah. offensive line, so we'll see if he can develop as a passer a little bit this year to uh, to sort of supplement that and complement right. that. All right, Dave. So let's look at the top 10 going into this season, the 2022. Your guy Herbert is the top wow. of the list now, followed by Allen, Burrow, Mahomes, Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Tom Brady, Matt Stafford. Oh, and there's Dangerous. He's cooking in at the 10th spot there. And just for issues and giggles, Kyler Murray and Aaron Rodgers round out the top 12. That would give everybody a quarterback in our league. Wow, that's pretty crazy. I mean, it's an unbelievably deep quarter. It's a quarterback-driven league, but you look at the two-time MVP, Rodgers, is 12th. Yeah. <laughs> well, it might have something to do with him losing one of his main weapons, and he's not had the 
best stuff to say about his young receiving class. But you look at Mahomes and Prescott, they also, too, lost one of their main uh, yeah. receivers. So Yeah, and they're both way up there at, at fourth and fifth with with Mahomes and Prescott there, respectively. Um, it's surprising, but Herbert at number one, but when you look at it, having thrown for 5,000 yards, a sneaky 5,000 last year, and more yards and touchdowns, I think, than any quarterback in his first two years in NFL history. I guess they're expecting that trend to continue. And obviously, uh, right at, right there, Josh Allen at number two. Certainly, the, the way that offense was clicking towards the end of the season, even though they got knocked out of the playoffs, they seemed like they were unstoppable. Yeah, dude. And you look, Lamar Jackson loses Hollywood Brown. Kyler Murray gets Hollywood Brown. Jalen Hurts, they bring in A.J. Brown for him. And Stafford, they bring over Allen Robinson. So um, it'll be interesting to see how these guys play out. There's a, you know, this top 12 will probably be similar to that. But Dave, the back half of these guys, there's still a lot of talent there, dude. Two is on this list at 20. That might be a sneaky little good pick. No question. The the talent that's all around him and if he can stay healthy has been one of the issues with Tua more so than anything. But he is absolutely loaded with talent there. And uh, another guy that might be a sneaky guy down there, 17, is Matt Ryan. You know, that's a pretty good uh, squad that he's dropping into. So uh, might be not super pass happy, but I think he could probably put up some consistent good numbers. Yeah, and if you go with one of the older guys on that top 12 list, I'm liking uh, Trevor Lawrence on the back end there. It's got Doug Peterson now. They brought in a ton of weapons for him in Jacksonville. He's getting ATN back in the backfield. Kirk, obviously, Isaiah Jones, so and uh, Evan Ingram. So lots to work with there. So if you're going to have a quarterback to stash, get one of these young guys that's got a lot of talent around him, and you might do that little switcheroo midway through the season. Yeah, you know, another guy, Casey, that who always seems to be um, – not on people's lists uh, or whatever. It's Kirk Cousins. And, you know, they switched their offense. He's got some really good weapons there, certainly with Jefferson. Uh, they have a new uh, head coach there, and they're supposed mm. to be heading more into a passing offense. So let's see if his numbers can get even bigger. Yeah, and apparently this head coach doesn't hate him like the last one did. <laughs> that might help. Yeah. All right, Dave, let's go ahead and flip this over to running back. Going into last year, the top 10 went like this. Starting up at number one, uh, McCaffrey, followed by the King, Derrick Henry, Cam Akers. There are three, Cook, Chubb, Taylor, Elliott, Kamara, Barkley, and Aaron Jones round out the top 10. Wow, that um, that is very interesting, Casey. Here's how it actually shook out through week 14 of last season. Jonathan Taylor on top, Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon, James Conner, Najee Harris, Leonard Fournette, Derrick Henry, Cordero Patterson, Zeke Elliott, and Dalvin Cook. Some real interesting names found their way into that top 10, Casey. James Conner being one of them. Boy, did that guy put up a ton of touchdowns. And then how about Najee Harris, uh, the running back there for the Steelers, the rookie, just getting pretty much every every touch you know he could get his hands on and really producing for them leonard fournette another guy that um supposed to be a timeshare yeah and he took that from ronald jones yeah he sure he ran him out of town basically dude, yeah. you know <laughs> so uh we look at this obviously derrick henry would have in all likelihood been uh you know the leader here at the end of the season had can you not- imagine if you drafted him high last year and how bad you would feel once you saw him going down i mean it pretty much would destroy <laughs> your fantasy season wouldn't it <laughs> casey uh, that's all too personal for me <laughs> that is the story of my season so uh yeah 
Um, I wish I would have chosen one of these other guys like James Conner, for example, because then I would have gotten my points spread out all through the year. I'm looking for Henry to have a nice bounce back season there, though. Cordero Patterson on this top 10 list is a shocker. Can he continue to produce like this, Casey? I don't know, but, you know, Arthur Smith finally found out how to use this guy right. He's been a dynamic, you know, return guy several years in the league as a receiver, but they figured out to put this guy in the backfield, and this was a, you know, a waiver wire grab, I think, like week four or five in our league, and it turned out to be you struck gold with this. Uh, The Mansour holes really uh, used that (laughs) to propel his season. So I don't know if that's going to work for two seasons now that the film's on there, but it'll be interesting because, man, he he was a lot of fun to watch, and he was very dynamic, to say the least. No question. And Eckler and Mixon, two guys that, um, compared to where they were ranked going into last year, really, really produced. Eckler with a ton of touchdowns, 20 touchdowns on the season. Wow. And then Mixon, obviously uh, the main guy there in a very uh, productive Bengals offense. Yeah. All right, Dave. So moving into 2022, this is how the top 10 uh, shakes out. We got Taylor, of course, at number one. Henry coming in at two. Your guy Eckler at three, followed by Mixon, Najee Harris, Dalvin Cook, Damian Harris, Connor's sitting there at eight, McCaffrey at nine, and Chubb at 10. Dude, I know these are how they're ranked, but I'm telling you, this will not be the top 10 by the end of the season. <laughs> Based on what we saw from last year, no question. Uh, I imagine if if Taylor and Henry stay healthy, they're, they're inevitably going to put up a ton mm-hmm. of rush yards. Um, I really like, you know, Eckler and Mixon coming in at three and four. They're both on very productive offenses and they, they certainly would, you would expect them to be featured after that. Who, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on where these guys could be shifted around McCaffrey at nine. I mean, I guess it's a health issue with McCaffrey uh, there. You just are scared to pull the trigger on the guy because when he's on the field, he's extremely productive. Yeah. And dude, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to watch how the Broncos use Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon it was kind of a split last year with them almost getting almost exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what does Gordon have left in the tank? Do you kind of grind this guy down because you're probably moving on at some point and preserve Williams? But the way that Williams runs, man, it's hard not to want to see that guy tote the rock even more. Yeah, I think it'll be instead of 50-50, more 60-40 in favor of Williams this year. But as we look at down towards the back end of that uh, that list, right, you know, not in the top 10. Like you said, there's Javante Williams there. You've got other guys in there that are very, very interesting. How about Leonard Fournette, who was one of the best producers last year? He's, uh, you know, the 11th back on this list here. And there's also DeAndre Swift. He's predicting 1,000 receiving and rushing yards. That would certainly be pretty productive there uh, for the Lions. Uh, but, you know, if you're buying into Dan Campbell's uh, act, then, you know, who knows? These guys will run through a wall for him and, Maybe that produces for for Swift. Yeah, dude. And Saquon coming in at 16, his only problem has been health. That might be some nice value in the second or if you can hold off into the third round. And dude, Elijah Mitchell, man, this guy's 23rd on the list. Boy, that would be sweet to get this guy in the third, maybe the fourth round if you're lucky. Depends where the receivers go. Um, Lots of talent here, too. Uh, Brees Hall coming in at 24, Antonio Gibson at 25, and then look, Tony Pollard, dude, at 33. So um, you play this right, you know, it always feels like there's not going to be running backs after you get Mm -hmm. past the top first, second round. But inevitably, there is. There's some late value. There's a guy that we don't know who he is right now that is going to, 
you know, take someone to the playoffs in fantasy no question. because and of the another, injuries. Other guys I like back here on the back end of this list, 21 is Kamara. We know there's some kind of impending uh, suspension. What Will that thing happen this year? I've heard it might, but it might go to next year. And then 28th is Rashad Penny. Towards the end of last year, he was really producing yeah. at a high clip. So uh, if he can stay healthy, and that's a, you know that's going to be the issue with uh, with any guy, but um, if he can stay healthy, then he'll have uh, Ken Walker to deal with in the backfield there to share carries with. But Penny can be very, very explosive. Yeah, and then the Buffalo backfield with Singletary, Moss, and Cook. Who knows how that's going to play out? I know Cook was a lot of fun to watch at Georgia, and you yep. can't deny the bloodline there. So, um, you know, there's there's guys back here. It feels like there isn't, but there definitely will be. So um, be smart with your running back and get your handcuffs where you can get them because they will definitely come in handy. All right, Dave, let's go ahead and move this thing on to the receiver position. Our top 10 going into 2021 was Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, Jefferson, Hopkins, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Thielen at eight. Your guy Keenan Allen at nine and Robert Woods uh, rounding out the top 10. Wow. And I mean, when you look at how it shook out, Casey, uh, it was quite a bit different than that. I mean, some of the guys obviously on, on that list were here, but here's the the way it worked through week 14 last year when the playoffs started. It was Cooper Cup in front with Debo Samuel, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Deontay Johnson, and Stefan Diggs. A special mention to Mike Williams, 11th there. But, I mean, some of these guys obviously were not expected to do what they what they did. Cup was coming in as the 18th ranked guy last year, number one receiver. How about Debo Samuel on the uh, list going into last year, 29th produced wow. at, at, as the second best receiver. Yeah, dude, you know, moving into 2022, some of these guys have switched around are on different teams. I can't imagine Cooper Cup puts the same production up, but if you listen to him and you listen to McVay, the way that the offense progresses, there's still meat on that bone. There's more that they can do. There's more like layers to that offensive onion. So it's going to be pretty exciting, but he could, you know, lose eight of those touchdowns and 500 yards and still be, you know, a top three receiver. Yeah. I mean, his numbers were far and away above uh, Devo Staniel at number two. So, you know, if he does even drop off, which would be certainly uh, predictable, uh, it still could be a phenomenal season. No question about that. Now, other guys we're looking at here, Casey, um, that were high producers last year, Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill, they're on new squads, and it's going to be very interesting to see. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they're great players, have produced in the past, but will that transition uh, ding their scores a little bit? We're going to find out here in just a couple of weeks, Dave. So let's go ahead and move it forward. Let's look at the top 10 going into the 2022 season. No shock here. Cooper Cup at number one. Yeah. Jamar Chase at number two. Jefferson, three. My guy C.D. Lamb at four. Followed by Higgins. Two Bengals in the top five, bro. Wow. Adams, Diggs, Pittman, Evans, and Debo Samuel round out the top 10. Yeah. And, well, I mean, what a group there. You got to be uh, pretty stoked, I guess, if you get – uh, any of those guys, but, uh, you know, uh, Debo at 10 after being the second best, I guess, maybe they're figuring he's not going to run as much. So the points will come down, uh, at that point, but, um, you know, there's, there's tons of good stuff at the top there. I think if you're getting cup chase Jefferson, 
uh, Lamb in Higgins, Devontae Adams, Diggs. I don't see how those guys don't produce unless as long as they're healthy, you know. Yeah, dude. And you uh, mentioned some of the uh, names that made that list that were, you know, ranked in the 20s or 30s here. There's so much depth at receiver this season. It's crazy. You just got to make sure you hit the right numbers. But, dude, you know, if you look at the the rankings between 21 and 30, we got Amari at 21, DJ Moore at 22, Deontay wow. Johnson 23, Cortland Sutton at 24, Hollywood Brown 25, Brendan Ayuk, who I love, 26, Mooney, Metcalf, Bateman, and Waddle. Yeah, yeah. it's 21 to 30, bro. That's that's nuts, man. I mean, some of these guys like Waddle could be looking at single coverage with Tyreek on the other side. He'd be looking at single coverage in every game. And, and you know, he, he's he got blazing speed, too. You know, DJ Moore really producing if they can get productivity from the quarterback position and Baker there. That is going to be that dude was lighting it up last year with whoever they had in their quarterback, you know, and even further down. Look at 34 Renfro. Talk about a, a guy that's super consistent. And again, you've got Waller to deal with and Adams to deal with on the other yeah. side. You are not worried about Renfro, and guess what? He's gonna get he's gonna get some every single game. Yeah, lots of depth there. So don't feel bad if you don't get one of those top three uh, uh, rated receivers, because I think you can hold out and get some in the later rounds. All right, Dave, let's go ahead and move this thing on to tight end. Going into last year, the top ten went Kelsey, Waller, Kittle, Andrews, Pitts, Tunyon, Jacecki, Fant, Hawkinson, and Goddard. Yeah, and it, it kind of felt like going into last year, um, we really had basically, you know, Kelsey Waller, Kittle, and Andrews, and yeah. then, ooh, Pitts is on the scene now, too. And then after that, it was like, well, go ahead and take a flyer on anybody, you know. But how did it work out? Well, Mark Andrews was the top guy, Kelsey, Kittle, then Dawson Knox. How about that? And then wow. Rob Gronkowski, Dallas Goddard, Dalton Schultz, TJ Hawkinson, Kyle Pitts, and Zach Ertz rounding it out, Casey. So some surprising names on there. Of course, some of the names we expected to see right there at the top with Andrews, Kelsey, and Kittle. But Dawson Knox exploded onto the scene with a breakout season. Yeah, he was uh, epic for the Bills. Had eight TDs by the end of week 14. I think he'll be more even a, a bigger, have a bigger role in that Bills offense um, in 2022. But God, it is so stocked everywhere, man. The Bills are set up. But how about my guy Dalton Schultz, man? He was considered like maybe not even making the team before um, all the injuries happened on the other side there. So he once wow. he got his chance, he did not let it go. Um, Blake Jarwin's the guy that I'm talking about. You know, once he was battling pretty much ended his career. Dalton Schultz got the opportunity and uh, him and Dak seemed to really have a nice connection there. But Dave, this year, 2022, the top 10 is set, but I feel like you could be comfortable getting any of these top 20 tight ends, but I'll give you the top 10 here. Kelsey, Andrews, Schultz, Waller, Pitts, Goddard, Hawkinson, Kittle, Knox, and Ertz. Yeah. Wow. Well, no, no complaints uh, right there at the top with Kelsey and Andrews. Those guys are going to get their fair share of targets for sure. With Tyreek leaving the Chiefs, Kelsey's the go-to guy there. And mm -hmm. it seems like Andrews is the only receiver or whatever. I mean, I know he's a tight end, but he's the go-to guy for Lamar Jackson. Um, I'm surprised Schultz is up there as high as he is, but I guess there's um, less, you know, the, the, the receiving core is a little depleted and in transition for the Cowboys, and there's going to be balls to be thrown around, right? 
Yeah, totally. I mean, they gave him the franchise tag here. Couldn't work out the the parameters of a long-term deal, so we'll see. But this guy is a gym rat. He's at everything. He's practiced with uh, Dak, and you know, when they were in Miami, when they've been doing all the things. So he's a great teammate. So if he has that same production, you know, he'll force the Cowboys to give him a deal. But, Dave, even the 11 through 20 here, Hunter Henry, Evan Ingram, Patrick Henry, Aquamanius, Fryermuth, Irv Smith, Higby, Komet, Jacecki, Fant, Everett, and Tunyon. Dude, I'd be happy with any of these guys, too. Yeah, no question. I mean, I think Fryermuth, he really, um, you know, established himself last year. Uh, Henry moving over from the Chargers to the Patriots. Uh, maybe not quite what we expected in terms of productivity, but look for that uh, arrow pointed up there. Moving down there, Jacecki for the for the Dolphins. I mean, think of all the weapons they are going to put on the field, and he's you know going to be the least of the defense's concerns in a lot of ways. Moving on, look at Everett for the Chargers. You know, he's going to get the lion's share of those tight end uh, throws, and and uh, Herbert threw it to the tight end a lot last year, so. Uh, they're looking for his athleticism. He's still an ascending player. So a lot of, lot of stuff there um, where you could expect some of these guys to maybe be bouncing up into that uh, top 10 list uh, coming in this in this season. Yeah, you felt like in years past you had to jump up to get one of those guys. Now you can just, you know, bide your time and feel comfortable getting one of these guys in the mid to late rounds. So uh, lots of depth there at tight end. And hey, if you guys want to be part of the show, hit us up on any of our socials. Submit your questions because we have answers. Dave, Don from Santa Monica writes, where do you feel comfortable drafting DeAndre Hopkins? He's got a six-game suspension coming, and the Cardinals have a week 13 bye. Yeah, these are always tough uh, when you got a, a really, really good player that's that's suspended because you got to just sort of bide your time and sit on him. Um, but it's better than a dude that gets injured and you're, and, and they always say he's going to be back next week. And then he isn't at yeah. least this way, you know, you're sitting on it. This is before the buys. So you can have that. You don't have that roster crunch uh, quite uh, yet. But I think after you've picked your um, top two running backs, top three receivers and uh, quarterback, I think, you know, if you're not thrilled with those tight ends or you think one or two of them could trickle down further, I think maybe round seven uh, would be the earliest I would visit that idea. Or uh, if you find a tight end in there that you just can't uh, pass on, uh, maybe round eight. But DeAndre Hopkins, uh, obviously, if you can sit on him through the first six games and he comes on, you know, that that could be an enormous push for your team. I know everybody in our draft is going to be watching and we'll all like yep. throw the F-bombs as soon as the guy takes him. If it's not one <laughs> of us, I would love to snag this guy late because, man, you want to be playing your best football moving into the playoffs. And this dude uh, is a he playmaker. Balls. Yeah, yep. man. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Like I said, our draft is coming up this week. And even though it is the uh, Extronomical Fantasy Show, you're actually listening to The Trend Zone. This is our weekly podcast where we talk the top trending stories in the NFL, fantasy, survivor, and preview some of the best games in the NFL. Yeah, that's The Trend Zone podcast available for subscription on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And you can always just head on over to footballdudes.com. All right, that is going to do it for this Football Dudes Extronomical Fantasy Show. He's Dave, I'm Casey, and may your reality and fantasy meld into one Extronomical Football Season. Week one, right around the corner. <laughs>